in this podcast, we might use some three, four, five letter bad words, like maybe possibly even butthole. I love it. I'm going to, that's the most innocent bad word you could throw in. So just so everybody knows Uh, you've been warned and on with the show. and welcome back to I was just about to say it's a music thing but this isn't it's a music thing this is filters removed that's the wrong podcast. that's the wrong podcast I'm Dwayne Larson I'm Melissa Johnstone and this is our fifth and we, episode and we might have Alzheimer's we might I'm, I might have Alzheimer's I'm an old man this is our fifth Listen. episode guys um, oh shit we've thank you thank you thank you to everybody that's you know been sharing been supporting been commenting most of all, you know, that's been sending stories in because that's our, that's our, that's our lifeline. That's our lifeblood. Yeah. We need you. We need you to participate. This is like a sing-along, uh, <laughs> without you, Tinkerbell cannot fly. That made no sense, but you know what I mean? That's actually really funny that you said that because <laughs> I'm, I'm just, cause I listen to podcasts pretty much all the time exclusively now. It's like yeah. a little bit of music and mostly podcasts but I just listened to this one all about Disney and how they, how he like started up Disneyland and Disney world. And the one in Florida, is that world? That's world. And California is land. And like how he, the Disney world one, how he had to be so sneaky in buying all this land in Florida and to not tip off other people that would buy the land and then drive the prices through the roof. It's a really good podcast. It was very informative. Uh, mention the name of it again. You were kind of oh, telling man. me about it before. It is called, I, oh, I just got to pull it up on my phone. <laughs> it is called Business Movers. Right. Okay. I went and followed it after, but then I forgot what it was called. Yeah. It's, um, I haven't, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm excited. To, I love podcasts too. I'm a, I'm a big podcast consumer. I mean, <laughs> I, I, as well as listening to ours, I mean that I, the one I'm just, I just binged really hard. It's called Evil by Design. Ooh, what oh, is it? Is oh, it Mel, true crime? It, is it about oh, crazy people? It, it's about all those things. Oh. It, it, it's a CBC podcast. And I think CBC, and again, this isn't a paid sponsorship, anything. Yeah. CBC does such a good job. Their production is amazing. The research is really good. But this is all about Peter Nygaard. <gasps> oh my God. Oh. I saw, I saw, like, I, I wonder if this, oh, I saw a documentary and I was blown away i was like is this epstein or it, is this it, it pretty much is. is this the same thing yeah <laughs> it's like so it's crazy. and as if this is someone from our city yeah like it's it, it's giving me goosebumps just thinking about it because it's i'm oh, on the, it's horrifying i'm on the sixth episode and even halfway through the first episode i wanted to like reach through my earphones and fucking strangle this guy because just i knew a little bit about what he had done but this yeah. go, like this has been going on for 30 years, 40 years. Like it's so gross. Man, the amount that they get away with for so long, hey, just these fucking monsters mm-hmm. with money. It's just horrific. You know what we should do? Every time we drive by a Nygaard, we should just like 
pretend worth 12 and throw an egg at it or spit on it or and i didn't even really know who he was before i moved here and even when i moved here i mean i i saw the big nygaard the one on on broadway with the big n on it yeah i knew it was a clothing store but i didn't realize who or what he was and i still didn't and don't like i've never shopped there but i'm also not their demographic but the dramatic photograph with his oh. giant mus- forearm muscles oh it's so and his hair like blowing back i'm like what the fuck his gross ass fabio like oh bleh. i mean listen we're talking about his appearance because he's a monster yeah yeah <laughs> I, i've never <laughs> We're not making fun of the way people look. We're making fun of Peter Nygaard because yeah. he's a fucking dickwad. He is. And listening to this this podcast, you, you'll you just hate him even more. Like, Listen, we don't want to talk about pedophiles on here because it's trigger warning possibly for some people. But uh, yeah, if you don't know about this story. I mean, I, I would say go listen. Go listen to this podcast. It's it's very yeah. well. It's very I'm well done. I'm going to now. Evil by Design on CB, wherever you listen to podcasts it's called evil by design it's it's very very well done i'm i'm writing it down because i want to listen to it now i'm gonna find it and also speaking of pieces of shit i was oh, no. I, I was going poop just <laughs> just like 10 minutes ago i, I went to the bathroom <laughs> and i don't know how it works in your house you have kids it's probably a different dynamic but for us that door is shut like the door is always shut that your bathroom time is your you time. Yeah. But what made me think about this was I went to the bathroom. No one's home right now. I went to the bathroom and I shut the door and then I'm like, why am I shutting the door? Nobody is home. I can just poop with the door open, but yet it feels somewhat uncomfortable and I don't really like it, but nobody's home. So I don't know. How does that work with you guys? Cause I'm sure the kids are like, there's little fingers coming under the door and being like, mom, Listen, mom, mom. I mean, when they're not home, it's glorious, but <laughs> I also don't take a lot of time to do that. I'm not one of those, like, let's sit in the bathroom for 20 minutes. Yep. I'm like, gotta go get in, get out, get done. But yep. yeah, if my kids are home they're like, I, like I could try to close the door. I could try, <laughs> I could give it a valiant effort. Um, but Violet would be in there in about two seconds. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, mommy? And yeah, it's like I'm trying to. Trying to. I go mean, to you the... you just want to be like I'm trying to take a shit, but you're not gonna say that. You're just like, well, mommy's in the yeah in the bathroom. Can I have some privacy? Just like you, like she goes on the potty. She's learning. She's potty training right now, and she won't let me come in. She wants. She, she says want... Pisces. She wants Pisces. Yeah. Then she closes. She slams the door in my face, and it's like, can you return the favor and just give me? Have, have give you? Me two minutes have you tried doing that saying i want pisces yeah i do i'm like you know how you want privacy well uh mom would like some of that as well that'd but be great doesn't doesn't compete no she doesn't get it she's kind of laughs and then she'll turn the light off on me and then shut the door <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> oh i love that so evil i'm like great now i have to get up turn the light on Oh, anyways, children. And then I also, that also got me thinking too, is, you know, when you're shooting a wedding and, you know, we're get, you know, I can, I can tie poop into just about anything. So (laughs) I tied it into wedding shooting and you know, when you go to someone's house and you have to go to the bathroom, cause it's happened to all of us. Like whether it's just, I mean, whatever you're working, you've got to go to the bathroom or I know this has happened to me a lot. 
is like you're in a church and you're shooting the the ceremony and all of a sudden you I I've had to fart so many times in a church. <laughs> and as long as I'm the second shooter and I can move around a little bit more freely, I will go to the back of the room. What is it about the church setting that makes you feel like you need to fart? I, well, like, is it just timing of the day? I think it's just, just like, yeah, I think you it's just had lunch or like, I think it might be that it's definitely not just the church itself because it, I mean, I've just, I just go to the back or even go to the, if I can go to the bathroom and fart and then carry on. But I've definitely gone to the very back pews where there's no one and just been like, and then just carry on. Thanks for the sound effect. That's well, really you know. realistic. Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't. I honestly really haven't. But I'm I'm very much like a first thing in the morning, get her done mm-hmm. type person. <laughs> like have your coffee, you know. Which is also a done. problem if you're shooting people getting ready. Because if you haven't had it yet, you got to run out really quick and then. Oh, never. I will get up early to have my morning coffee before I leave the house. I can't, I can't run out of the house. Just to avoid it. I've, I don't, I don't. As I sip my coffee right now. I don't think I've ever gone to the like bathroom, bathroom at someone's house that I'm shooting like the guys getting ready or the girls getting ready at. Never. I've I've gone pee, but never, never poop. I don't think. I mean, if I got to go bad enough, I'm going anywhere. I'm, I'm also not, I'm not very tender or gentle in that way. It's like, I, if I got to shit in the truck stop, I'm, it, that's just what's going to happen. Cause I got to go. I got to go. Listen, this is a photography podcast, yes. but we rarely talk about photography. Uh, and now it's about poop. Now it's I about mean, poop. Sometimes it shit happens, right? Uh, <laughs> it's true. I did it. I did it. You had to. I sometimes have to. It had to be done. Have you done your walk today? Uh, I did. I did do my walk today. I did a very oh. long, I did a very long one, just about nine miles yesterday, but I knew I was doing this. So I got up a little, well, I've been getting up early all week at around, and I don't know, parents might scoff, but around like 730 I've just, I'm just kind of like up and I'm like, I don't dislike it because it's nice out, but I don't really want to get up if I don't have to. <laughs> so yeah, well, it's been so lovely out. Like I looked out the window I, uh, about an hour ago and the snow was just like those big fluffy puffs of snow oh, yeah. were falling. And I was like, oh, that is so beautiful. I would go for a walk right now, but I never do. Unfortunately, there's still that like little fear inside me like being a female going out into the wilderness like we have a big beautiful um provincial park right by us and it's so gorgeous to walk in the winter but i still get nervous going by myself and that's so silly it's just kind of ingrained in your brain i mean not really because you you really are like that park is like there's no one really around there so well that's the thing i'm like if anything ever actually happened like nobody and you know in the winter like the snow absorbs the sound and stuff i was Mm -hmm. like no one would even no one would hear me scream out here uh so crazy i was gonna get one of those um it's like a little keychain and you pull it and it sounds this big like (laughs) whatever i'm like i should get one of those even just for like the lake because Mm. if i ever do like uh i like to go on runs at the lake i don't like to run here 
but at the lake I like to go for runs because the trail there it's like there's all these hills and it's just kind of fun yeah and uh but yeah there's I mean there's not many of them but there are bears oh yeah so I thought like what if I'm running by myself and there's a freaking bear yep like what do I what would I do and people always tell you what to do and then I forget what they said when it, it and it depends <laughs> what kind of bear it is too i think so if it's like i don't uh, know like where you guys are are they black bears or are they brown bears oh fuck i don't because like there's you know black what, brown know. there's black there's brown there's grizzly bears oh god and there's no grizzly bears no, where we are is there i don't uh. i don't think so i think it's usually black or brown bears but you're supposed to do different because each of those different kind of bears have different temperaments i think and some of them you're supposed to pretend you're bigger and like make loud noises and like wave your arms and other ones you're right. not supposed to look. I don't know exactly. My mother-in-law tells me to start like making loud noises. Which, yeah, I mean, I guess makes sense. <laughs> I always wonder in that moment, what would I <laughs> What say? would you yell? I always feel like I would totally pull a Steve Carell and just be like, Kelly Clarkson! And like, just like... <laughs> nipple fuck just at the bear (laughs) (laughs) nipple fuck i love that uh just like like yeah i don't know i don't know what i would scream i i don't know i would i also don't know if i could move because like you see something that big and that can rip you from limb to limb and it's just i i i might freeze and just be like uh do, do do i what what do i do like do i just hope that they don't do anything or yeah yeah, I uh, hopefully this never come. I, I hope this never happens. Like our oh. the 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 old man walk that I do, which will turn into my summer running route. I actually got thinking about that the other day. Is if I go earlier in the morning, like an early, like six seven in the morning, go for a run. It goes through like it goes along the river and under kind of Route ninety and Osborne. And along the river walk. So once you get yeah. to the river walk, it's kind of okay. But West Broadway, it's, eh, you're going under a bridge. There's, there's folks that live there. Not that I'm, yeah. you know, that afraid they're, they're just people. I'm not that afraid yeah. of them, but it's also in the trees where, I mean, I've definitely seen, well, we've talked about it on the podcast. Things can happen. Oh, in yeah. The trees. Well, it, but stuff does happen down there that's why you do have to be careful yeah not saying that all the people that are there are bad no definitely not bad things have happened there for sure and especially you know you just stumble upon someone and you're running and they whatever you you don't know what they're doing so yeah also as a as a consumer of true crime um there's a hell of a lot of like real stories about females out jogging Mm -hmm. that get (laughs) like kidnapped murdered all that so there's just it's it's just kind of sticks with me (laughs) Yeah, it, a little bit, but, that that's definitely yeah. where. If you lived closer, Dwayne, I'd be like, "Do you want to come for a walk with me instead of going down your crazy?" And I totally would. Urban route. Actually, that that's actually really funny because I told April, um, "Not this is not about going for walks or anything." But I bought a scooter. Oh, that's right. And I thought you were joking about no, that. No, no, I. It's uh, one of my past clients. Um, I shot their wedding. I've shot their family photos for the past couple years. Um, and so we worked out a little bit of like trade slash um, cash kind of kind of deal going on. Yeah. And I, I 
was telling April, I'm like, I'm going to need somewhere to park this thing in the winter. And I'm like, I could probably just drive it out to Gavin and Mel's and park it in their garage all winter. And she's like, you'd probably need a ride home, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking walk back from Gavin and Mel's. <laughs> I mean, I might, but I don't think so. Uh, so yeah, I'm be- only you could park it here only if you let me do a photo shoot of you oh and my your God. scooter. <laughs> I can be astride the scooter. Please. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure April would love that. And that could be another Valentine's Day gift. Please do. It's on everyone's wish list. Also, <laughs> right beside me right now, I just I was just sipping my coffee on the side, but my six-year-old was real mad at my two-year-old last night. <laughs> And she put this, she put this on her door. Can you read it? It's a stick. It's a sticky note that says Violet is poo. (laughs) Violet's my youngest. Oh my God. And my oldest, uh, Sable just wrote a note and it's funny because she came, she came out of her room. She's having a massive tantrum. And uh, I was kind of sitting with Violet because she was crying. They were both crying. And all of a sudden, Sable stops crying. She comes out of her room. She's like, Mom, how do you spell is? And so I had to coach her through like, oh, what does it sound like? Whatever. Like, how do you spell is? And yeah. it was so she could write this note that says Violet is poo. Oh, my and stick God. It, and stick it on her door. <laughs> I, I, I love that so much. Violet just the is al- poo. Just the ultimate insult. Just like Violet is poo. Oh, and see, you you even did it, and you brought it right back to poo. I can't, I'm sorry, you guys. This episode is it, it's great. That I oh, mean, that's a, humor. That's definitely a sticky alive. note. That's a definitely a sticky note you have to keep until you know. I'm not. I'm not doing anything with it. Oh my god. That, that's why it's sitting beside my computer because I was like, I'm gonna recycle it. And then I was like, wait, I'm just gonna keep it here because it's kind of funny. And that's, I was gonna take a I was gonna take a picture of it and put it on Instagram because it's so it makes me laugh so much. As you should, because that is. Oh, yeah, that is so to. funny. It's yeah. That's yeah, that's great. amazing. Um, <laughs> should we get into some stories? Yes. Oh my god, I love these stories. I try like I'll I'll preface this you guys, like you uh you send us stories and we try to not both read them so that we can react to them. <laughs> so, uh Dwayne, you're going first this I, week. Hey? I am. I'm gonna gonna start it out. And this one is a another wedding dress. Yeah, if I could talk, that would be great. Another wedding dress story. My favorite. Um, I actually had the uh, the bride from that one that I had the the little story that I talked about the the dress falling off the little yeah thing. She actually messaged me and she was like, "I was wondering when you were gonna get to that story." I'm like, "It." <laughs> she was like, "I was the only one not screaming in the house." I'm like, "I believe that because." <laughs> She's also a photographer and she was just super chill and knew. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Hey, at least it didn't get dirty. Oh, it could have been so much worse, right? Yep. That could have been. Oh, I can't even I can't even fathom. I also I've never bought and or worn a wedding dress. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So this one, uh, thank you to whoever sent it in and we'll kick it off right now. I, I just arrived for the bride getting ready portion of the day. And the first thing I usually do is grab the dress and shoes and other important items and for detail shots. Little, little quick little sidebar. I love and hate detail shots. (laughs) Just, I mean, I love doing them, but sometimes I just need to get it through my head that, you know, this is what needs to happen. 
It, uh, it's for me, it's like, I like to do that too. I like to do it first thing. Cause mm -hmm. usually when you arrive, I, like, I don't know, I'm kind of a, I'm a very high anxiety person and not in a unfunctioning way, but in a like, okay, I got to get stuff done. I got to get stuff off the list. So it just kind of like gives me a couple minutes to just like kind of chill by myself and just kind of start shooting. It's like a good lead in for me. So I, yeah, I'm on team detail shots for that reason, but the bread had just started on her hair, so I had some time to kill, which also goes back to what you said is perfect because, you know, you can only take so many pictures of people kind yeah. of halfway uh, there. Possibly the most boring shots you'll take on the wedding day might be of the bride getting her hair done. Like, you'll get a couple, and then you're like, this is the same thing for the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> and the dress was hanging in the big living room window where the bridesmaids were gathered, chatting and having some breakfast. I decided against shooting the dress there since it was right beside the TV. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. I, I, I feel you on that. Sorry. I decided shooting against it or I decided against shooting the dress there since it was right beside the TV. So I said, I'm going to take the dress for a few minutes. I'll be right back. Um, I'm short. So I had to go on my tiptoes to reach the hanger and it was a bit higher than I thought. So after I catapulted myself up to loosen the hanger off the curtain rod, my body went slightly off balance, knocking me back an inch or two, which was enough to have the front of the dress smack me in the face. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I, I've got it in my mind. It's very funny. Should be on fail army. <laughs> Imagine my horror as I slowly pull the dress off my face and see there is a dime-sized lipstick stain right... Holy shit, right in front of it. Oh... <laughs> My balls just went up into my stomach there. This is a nightmare oh, already. Yeah. The bridesmaids weren't paying attention, so I snuck into the bedroom, hung the dress up, and began immediately Googling how to remove lipstick from lace on my phone. <laughs> That's, yep. Panic, panic, panic. So much panic. Panic mode. <laughs> my heart was racing and I wanted to throw up. Yep. As I raced back and forth from the bathroom, looking in drawers for things I could use to remove the stain. After trying a few things, there was still a definite smudge on the dress. And I was realizing I could make things so much worse. I had no idea how much time had passed, but the bride was now starting on makeup and I was still locked in the bedroom with the dress. Sorry, I thought that said bathroom. Just like I'm going to take an hour long uh, detail break uh, just on the dress, guys. Like, <laughs> Which I mean. Oh, no. I, mean, I feel so bad for this person. <laughs> and, and yeah, any anybody that, you know, for us photographers, you know, it it doesn't take that long to shoot a dress. I mean, I it guess really it depends doesn't. on the surroundings and how crazy you're getting with it. But five, five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the living room, which was packed with family members and found the maid of honor asking her to come help me. Oh, I can't even imagine how that convert that. First of all, that definitely takes some chutzpah. To be like, you, you've got to admit it, it happened at this point and you need help. Like, I, I feel like you would get to the point where you're like, I, you have to just surrender to the moment and be like, yeah, I can't do this. And especially, I mean, this person must've been thinking in their head, okay, there, there's a smudge. There's a little bit, there's lipstick on there. Photoshop exists and you can get rid of it. You know, the photos won't be ruined, but she hasn't even put it on for the ceremony yet. So it's, it's a thing. So, and it probably costs 
at least hey at least a grand if yeah. not double triple that yeah so. um where am I? So, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, found the maid of honor asking her to come help me. I told her I noticed a stain on the front, which looked like makeup. I said it very well could have been mine, but either way, we need to get it out. So here starts the fiasco of every female there entering the room to inspect the stain, inquire, <laughs> and hypothetically hypothesize. There we go. I can say big words. Where it came from. Oh, my God. That's... Oh. And... <laughs> And you're, this person's just standing in the corner, just like, dee, 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 yeah. dee, dee. Trying to be like, yeah, it was totally me, but it might not have been me. And who, But okay. sweating, yep. sweating profusely. Super fun. I was too embarrassed <laughs> to tell the full truth. No doubt. No. The, yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the things where you maybe want to come out and be like, it was me. I'm really sorry, but I don't really want to say it's me because yeah. I don't want to deal with this. Luckily, the, bri- or the ladies were able to get most of it out without panic. My stomach went to my throat when the bride walked in, but to my delight, she barely cared and was ready to get dressed. Oh, dream bride. Her long hair covered the little smudge perfectly and the day went on. Yay for chill brides. Man, that's oh, a, a thousand percent. That's And of all the things like... I, I, I know you don't wear makeup, Dwayne, but, mm. and I'm, I'm assuming this is a female uh, telling the story, but of all the things you don't want to be trying to get out of lace, I'm assuming lipstick would be up there because it is the greasiest, mm-hmm. most pigmented thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. What a, oh yeah. I would say either. Yeah. It, it's again, I don't have, I, I mean, either of these things, um, getting lipstick out of lace would be very tough and like wine oh, because what a like, nightmare. I don't, I don't like wine. I don't drink wine. Sorry. Red wine. I should say white wine's not going to do much of anything. Well, it might do a little bit. Um, but those two things that would be like, yeah, that would be so hard to deal with. And, oh, I can't, I, just I, can't. I always, uh, I, I'm a, I pick my cuticles a lot and like bite, chew them so whenever um i'm about to do dress photos i always check my fingers just to make sure that i i'm not bleeding mm-hmm. <laughs> if that doesn't tell you tell you that i have a problem with anxiety i don't know what because <laughs> i don't even remember chewing them or picking them but they're always like all ripped yeah. up april, april but i'm always so careful like could you imagine getting a blood stain on the dress oh my <laughs> god and i mean it depends on the person too they might be so grossed out because it's blood like it's a it's a bodily fluid and then they like that might oh, yeah. not end well but i mean hopefully that little bit nobody would ever notice yeah. i'd probably do the same thing because like i i definitely chew my nails not so much my cuticles but I definitely chew my nails, but yeah, yeah, if I got a little bit of blood, I'd just be like, hmm, hmm, hmm. I don't know. I don't know who did this. It wasn't me. <laughs> the shaggy defense. Oh, well, that's amazing that she was super chill. Also like the whole time I'm like, Oh God, I hope the bride's wearing her hair down. I hope the bride's wearing her hair down. Yeah. I would be thinking that the whole time. Just be like, yeah, I really, hopefully it's down. Cause again, for photos, you're just going to Photoshop that out. It's that's not, that big of a deal but yeah like because we all know some brides and grooms not leaving them out can be super anal attentive about everything on their wedding day 
like oh yeah totally I don't know I like again like I would never yeah I I can't imagine any of my couples freaking out about something like freaking freaking out yeah about something like that but being like really fucking disappointed Mm -hmm. like absolutely like oh I'd be terrified if that terrified if that happened but an honest like oops like I don't know that you could really what's not like you the person or they're like oh I can reach this here we go and like yeah Yeah. oh that sucks and it's not like you got something on your face and you like wiped your face off in a wedding dress it's like then you're it's like you know what you're being a fucking asshole you're you're fine get out (laughs) that's just the way this is gonna happen we'll have no pictures oh shit well but that was so thank you to whoever sent that in I I feel horrible for you that that happened (laughs) um but I'm I again I always take everything like it's it's a learning lesson and I'm sure it hasn't happened since or will again, maybe, hopefully not. No, lessons were learned. Learnings were learned. Lessened. <laughs> Lear- learnings were learned. Learnings were learned. Uh, fun with words with Mel and Dwayne. That's okay, true. well, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you guys another one of my personal stories because let me tell you, uh, I have a lot of them. And uh, none of the ones that I would ever tell on here are demeaning to my clients. They're all just kind of like, kind of quirky things. And this one specifically happened so long ago. And um, I, I believe it was probably my first big year show. It was probably 2010 or 2011. I'm going to say 2011. So a while ago, like 10, at least 10 years ago. Um, but I had been, I had shot quite a few weddings before this wedding. So I know I had like, I was still, I was in, I was into it mm-hmm. by then. So anyways, I'm going to paint the picture for you here. So amazing day that could not have run more smoothly for the most part up mm-hmm. until a certain point of the day. So, um, it was one of those really hot July days, but, um, you know, everything was on schedule. I had, uh, a uh, new second shooter with me who is amazing, who I was training, who actually ended up being with me for years. And I miss him dearly right now because he's doing his own thing. But um, it was his first time second shooting with me. And yeah, it could not have gone better. So <clears throat> now fast forward, we get to the reception and we had dinner. They uh, did their speeches during dinner. So we're at that point and they're starting their first dance. Okay. So about, I'm going to say 10 seconds into the first dance song. Okay. So we get a couple pictures. The groom goes to dip the bride for like a dramatic moment, Mm -hmm. kiss, whatever. And the way in which he did this, I guess the angle or whatever, he basically took out her knee. So picture this, he goes to, he goes to dip her. Okay. He dips her. She falls to the ground. So there's this big noise because she's just like dead weights to the ground. And she starts making these noises. Everyone thinks she's laughing and she just kind of tripped and fell. But within two seconds, you realize that she is screaming. So everything kind of stops and there's a couple um, like nurses or medical professionals or whatever in the, in the room that sort of run to her and start, you know, seeing what's wrong. And she's just screaming like my knee, my knee. 
And <laughs> my second shooter, bless his heart, was just like, Mel, do I do I keep shooting? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, you just, you just, just stand here. But mm-hmm. like the shots, like we're both at the same time looking back through our shots and like, there's this definite moment where like, yeah, they go down for this dip and you see the bride's face in these photos oh. and then she's, and then she's on the ground. And like, you can tell, like, she just got hurt, like really bad. And, and knowing what I know, I don't know if you guys know that I'm a, um, I'm a, I'm a physiotherapist as well. I don't, practice this anymore but um i definitely was at the time so i knew exactly what happened i knew that he took out her um acl and mcl like completely tore it you could hear you could actually hear it um like it was like pretty yeah it was it was big so she couldn't like really move very Mm -hmm. well um so like fast forward like 20 25 minutes of you know this kind of fiasco of like everyone kind of around her trying to see if she's okay um eventually they kind of get her up a couple people like hoist her up and they they take her to a little chair by the door and they've called the paramedics now she has to be picked up so her and the groom leave their reception so now me and the second shooter are like oh what do you shoot what do we do because everything kind of started really early so it was only eight o'clock Oh, wow. And uh, we were supposed to be there till 10. We were supposed to do a photo booth. This was back in the days where photographers did photo booths at uh. a lot of weddings. Yeah. So one of us was going to be in the photo booth. One of us was going to be mm. shooting the party. And so we're like, what do we do? And like I, the, the father of the bride was very upset. Like he was super stressed out. Um, but I didn't know who else to talk to. Like I, I knew I needed to talk to a family member. So I just went up to him. I was like, Hey, I'm so sorry to bother you. I know there's a lot going on right now, but like do you want us to leave or do you want us to keep shooting? Like, I'm fine with, if you want me to still, you know, capture some of this, but if you want me to go home, like I will, I will refund you a portion of the last two hours. Like, you know, we'll figure it out. Like, I don't, um, I I don't want to make this hard, like whatever. And he's like, no, you know what? He's like, they're going to be back. He's like, hopefully they're going to be back. I want you guys to capture this, uh, of, you know, at least the family and the friends having fun and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I, he's like, I want you to run that photo booth. I want people to have something to do. That's and fair. So I Cause like, I mean, I was like, okay. So I went and got my photo booth stuff for my car, set up my photo booth and, you know, people got going on the dance floor and stuff. So I was running the photo booth because my second shooter was kind of newer to the game. And, um, so I kind of showed him what I, what I needed from him and he was experienced enough in photography. So I wasn't worried about it. So here's the second story of this story, kind of an inside story. So yeah, yeah, it got, it kind of got to the point where I was like, Oh my gosh, this is a really long two hours. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so I'm running the photo booth and, uh, this guest, uh, I don't know if it was a family member or whatever, but he had a lot of fun. He had a lot of drinks and he was just like kind of hanging around the photo booth, kind of just being like the funny guy, but he started to get to the point where it wasn't funny anymore. It mm-hmm. was just fucking belligerent yep. where people were just kind of like wanting him to go away. Like he was just stumbling and, and there's always one. Was, yeah. And I like, it's not fun. Like I wasn't even laughing at him at this point. I was probably being a bit of a bitch because he was not only really annoying, but he was around all my stuff. 
Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I've yeah. got all my gear. And that's I, a I've worst. Got, you've got your backdrop set up. You've got your lights set up. And it was just like, get out of here, man. Like, yeah. And he just kept playing with the props and being kind of an idiot, <laughs> you know? And I don't know who this person was in relation to um, my lovely clients. Uh, bless their hearts. I, I still feel so bad that this happened to them. Um, but yeah, in the moment, like if he was an uncle or like a friend or something, I'm so sorry, but he was just annoying as fuck at that at that moment. But um, anyway, so what ended up happening then was I had a couple go into the photo booth and I always have, um, I don't know if you did this too, but I always had an X on the floor where to stand or you tell them where to stand. Like you don't want them right in front of the paper, right? Yeah. It's, I, so I had the, the couple standing on an X that was, you know, a few feet away from the backdrop. And I have it that way for a reason so that people don't knock it or tear mm -hmm. it. It was paper. I used a paper drop at that time. Um, so then this belligerent drunk asshole i'm gonna call him an asshole no, because, that, of the he, because of my next sentence he you will pretty know much why. sounds like an asshole he kind of jumps in the back to kind of just be like a funny photo bomber yeah which okay that's that's fine yep. but you're so drunk that uh -huh. all of a sudden he trip kind of trips and like falls backward through my uh backdrop so mm -hmm. completely trashes it and if you know these things are not cheap these no. backdrops they're like a hundred dollars it was one of those big like the big, uh, like nine foot white nine paper. Foot, yeah, walls. it was yeah. huge. So he falls through it behind my backdrop. Cause this is the only place oh, I had to set up was no. like that whitewashed brick. So okay. it's not like he's falling into drywall. He's oh. falling into like, see, I, I thought you were going to say concrete. I thought you were going to say that's where you had all your gear. Cause like I'll sometimes hide my gear behind the backdrop. Just one of those out of no. sight, out of mind thing. Okay. No, he fell head first into fucking concrete. <laughs> Good. So now this second event happens at this wedding where someone is very seriously hurt. And he, like, there was a couple seconds where people were laughing and then he didn't get up. Oh, man. So now, so now, like, I, I, I'll never forget the father of the bride coming over and just being like, oh, no, what's going on now? And then there was another couple that was kind of lined up for the photo booth. And they're like, he fell, oh, he tripped over your backdrop. And I looked at them. I was like, I have photos of this. Yeah. He don't. did not trip over my fucking back. Don't even. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't say it like that, but I was like, no, he didn't. He probably had about 40 drinks. Mm -hmm. He did not trip over anything. He was right in the middle. Unless you can trip over like a, like a piece of paper, like there's no It's like rolled at the bottom. The, I was like, yeah. I was like, don't come at me that this is my fault, you no. know, kind of thing. Um, but anyway, so he eventually, after a couple minutes, they, they got him up and kind of walked him over, got him some water and stuff. But I was just like, oh my God, I would like this to end. Like, I just want this to end. Like I kept looking at my watch, like how is it like that little incident on top of the other one? You're oh man. Like, Holy shit, how does this keep happening? But anyway, so long story, uh, almost at an end, basically it was 10 o'clock or I had run the photo booth for an hour or whatever, and it was time to shut her down. So we packed up, we said good night to, uh, the family and, uh, went out to put our stuff in the car and the couple was just arriving back at the venue. Um, and she had crutches and we were like, oh gosh, you guys, I'm so sorry this happened. Like, um, you know, what an amazing day. Otherwise though, like, I hope you guys still have, you know, you're, you still can enjoy the rest of your reception and everything. And, um, 
they were so lovely and grateful and sent me the most lovely message after just saying like, I'm so happy that you were there to capture what we missed and to get all these funny photos of our guests and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I don't know that they even knew about the, <laughs> the drunk guy falling through the photo booth. I don't think I ever told them. I don't think I gave that picture. Um, it was a pretty epic photo of him falling through and I, I feel bad that he got hurt. Hopefully there was no lasting effects from that. Um, but yeah, uh, long story, almost at an end, they bought a beautiful album from me. She came to pick it up with her knee brace and, uh, they, they did well. <laughs> they, they still had an awesome wedding day overall, um, with a, with a couple of little glitches, but yeah, that's my, uh, that's my crazy physical that's, injury wedding yeah. day times two. <laughs> I, I, I thought for sure that you were going to say the ambulance came back and like pick this guy up <laughs> like two ambulance one a two ambulance two ambulance wedding, wedding. oh whoa whoa if anyone has a two ambulance wedding reception story i would oh, love to hear it definitely that would be <laughs> also it, it i mean i played this game at some weddings and it's not even a game it's just more in my head yeah you know you you look through the crowd and you're like i guess double part game who's going to be the drunkest like who is going to be that person that is like belligerently drunk or you can usually tell like first thing in the morning. Yeah. Especially if it's like, well, with bridesmaids, you know, which one it's going to be. Oh yeah. First thing in the morning, you're like, you're going to be that bridesmaid and you're going to be that groomsman. (laughs) See, sometimes with groomsmen, groomsmen, it's tough because there might be, usually it's a single dudes. Those are the guys that are going to get a little bit out of hand or a lot out of hand. Um, but then I also like to be like, who's who's going to hook up with who at this wedding? Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, it's I, I actually had um, I shot a destination wedding in the Dominican. And um, I didn't know this person that was at the wedding beforehand. And then it was like um, me and her and uh the the groom's sister kind of all three of us kind of hung out the most because we were the only like kind of three single people ish i'm not single but april wasn't there with me and so me and uh i'll just say her name she doesn't care me and my friend gina who moved to she was from winnipeg here she moved to moose jaw because that's where her husband got um uh a job um But everybody thought because me and Gina were hanging out so much and just like having coffee and whatever, everyone thought we were hooking up. And I'm just like, no, like not at all. And ever since then, I've kind of played the game, like looking through the crowd being like, who's, uh, who's going to hook up with who, or which bridesmaids going to hook up with which groomsmen, which I don't think's ever happened. Not that I know anyway. (laughs) Maybe it has. Yeah. If you got one of those stories, I, we definitely want to hear one of those. All of them. Give us all the stories. And I guess we've got, uh, we've got one more story and we're going to, we're going to send it out on, you know, not on a physical injury or anything bad. This one's, I'm not going to say it's funny, but it's, it's funny because it ended well. It's funny because it's over now and we yes. can all just be like, Whew. So again, a big thank you to whoever sent this in. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'll just hop in. 
it was a wedding many years ago. I was I was the second shooter for a for a super sweet couple that day, and the day was going off without a hitch. I was tasked with getting the detail shots, including the rings. All right, we're going back to the detail shots. Here it I'm is. Already, I'm already scared. It's yep. <laughs> I was trying so hard to be creative and use the venue details and textures so that all three. So I took all three rings outside, and I do that too. I don't. What do you? Are I, you, I I almost always take the if you're at a, like a tent venue or something. Mm-hmm. I almost always take them outside, or if it's shitty lighting, I just. Yep. Yeah. And do you like look for like greens or like wood? I always look for like wood grains, some kind of nice wood something. Yeah, I'll try to find like a tree stump or like a cool branch or something to kind of hook them on or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> As usual, I had them on my pinky finger for safety. I do this all the time. Yeah, I me always, too. I wear them. I wear and, them. I'm yep. like, yep, taking your rings and you like clench your hip yep. fist. So I wear hard. them until I give them back to somebody who is me too. responsible. And, and and then I can be like, I'm goodbye. Th- this is on you now. <laughs> this is not on me. If someone screams, wear the rings. I gave them back to so-and-so. Yeah. Um, my, <laughs> this is, my brilliant mind decided the deck outside the venue was perfect. Oh no. Mm. While trying to set up... <laughs> the shot with the groom's ring my pinky unfurrowed and like something out of a horror movie the ring no. in slow motion slid off my finger hit the deck and while my mind went no oh. my body did not react so fast oh i can see it in slow motion in my head remind me after this i've got a very funny story about something like that that happened okay. not to me but to april um the bride's gorgeous ring rolled and like at like one tenth speed, and wouldn't you know it, found the one part of the deck just wide enough to fall through. Oh. I panicked, tried to find a route under the deck. That would be oh, my no. first thing. And I this would... is a venue deck. It's not like I'm thinking like a backyard deck and you can kind of go underneath. This is a venue yep. deck. Where you could do like army crawls like and a get huge... it and pick it up and oh. So it's like huge. It's it's obviously got to be like, yeah, it's like where people go in to because like have people, drinks and stuff. yeah, because people shouldn't be able to get under there. It was blocked no. off, obviously. I tried to find a way to wedge the wood off. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture someone like trying to pry up a board. <laughs> that would be me. I'd be like, "What can I? Is there a screwdriver? Is there a shovel? Like, what can I do?" And this oh, goes no. back to our, our, our first story. I had to do the one thing I dreaded the most, ask for help. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's, that's probably the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. The bride's mom happened to be close by. I was bawling, literally bawling my eyes out. Aww. She took action and helped me find the building manager who called the building groundsman. Wouldn't you know, the screws for the deck are very specific to avoid removal. Who the fuck does this? Yeah, no, I'll... <laughs> I'll agree with you on that. Like most deck screws are just like the, well, God, the square ones, the Phillips. Do you know how how much I know about deck screws? Very very little. Just that you should. I'm sure. I'm sure that's shitty. Just that you should get screwed on a deck. Anyway. um, Okay. Okay. Oh, and he is nowhere close to the venue. Cool. Yeah. During all this, the couple is delivering the heartwarming speeches, unknowing of what is happening outside. Mom is remaining calm and trying to calm me down. I slink into the venue and decide it's time to eat dirt. 
That's such a great, Aww. I love that line. I tell the photographer I'm shooting with, see, that would be the tough part. I tell the photographer I'm shooting. Oh, right. And it's the second shooter. Not it's the a second shooter. shooter. Oh. I tell the photographer I'm shooting for the whole story. And we find the building groundsman is driving 45 minutes with tool with tools to take apart the deck. The bride sees me crying. Fuck. I pull her aside and explain the whole thing. She is not even phased. Do you know where the ring is? Yes. Can anyone steal it? No. Is someone coming to get it? Yes. Okay, so don't cry. We'll get the ring. Man, <laughs> two stories, cool brides. Mm-hmm. It's the way every bride should be and groom. Yeah. <laughs> the bride hugged me and went back to her head table like no one's business. Within the hour, a very pissed off groundsman was pulling the deck apart. The ring was in one <laughs> hand and no one at the wedding ever knew. Oh, amazing. I lost 10 years of my life and I'm not, sorry, I lost 10 years of my life and I'm not sure I ever did another creative ring shot. <laughs> <laughs> it would be PTSD every time you it, like went to do ring shots after that. I, I, I had a friend that had a similar story about that. And he was like taking photos of the rings on like, like you said, like on a tree branch or whatever. Yeah. And this was just an engagement session. So he sent the couple in to warm up to their car or whatever. And he said he turned around and he looked and he's like, where, where are the rings? They were on the branch. He's like, where are, where, where's this $10,000 engagement ring? Like this isn't, (laughs) this isn't a thousand dollars. This isn't, that's still a lot. Don't get me wrong, not shaming anyone that spends anything on it. it and yeah, it's still, yeah. you know, it's what means it's it's sentimental, but it's a $10,000 goddamn engagement ring. So ever since he, and luckily, long story short, it had fallen in the bag, his photo bag. And he's like, oh, Phew. thank God. So ever since then, he told me that story. I've always worn the ring just like we had said earlier, just to avoid that happening because, oh. I feel so bad this person that it happened to. I would fucking lose it as well. The worst is when, have you ever been like doing detail shots where you kind of can't get away from everybody Mm -hmm. and you're just using a spot nearby and it's like, and you're trying to be really creative. Like I always try to put the rings on, like I always find like, uh, if they're getting ready at a parent's house, they always have like fun figurines. And I'm like, Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Like I want to get on this ancient, like ceramic doll or whatever dragon or something. But have you ever had it where like you drop the ring and it makes that ting, ting, ting sound and everyone looks at you? You're I've, like, sorry. I've, I've definitely had that before. <laughs> yeah, and everyone, yeah. They just like stop what they're doing and look over to you. You're like. Or you don't drop it. It just kind of slides off of whatever uh, whatever you've got anyways. Yeah, we, yeah. we don't do that on purpose, guys. It just, no, it and, and I've thankfully never, like this person, I've never had it outside. Like I've done it outside and then it's like fallen off whatever I was shooting it on and into the grass. Yeah. But thankfully all the time the grass has been short. And I mean, I watch it and see where it lands and just pick it up and yes. stick it back yeah. in the I've wood. Had, I've had that before too. But yeah, it's I, I always think that's always the biggest fear in my mind whenever there's a deck nearby or some, or like mm-hmm. when people um get married on a dock i'm always like ah like i love dock weddings so much but i'm always thinking like what if someone drops that effing ring yep um so i love it when they put like they'll put like a rug or something 
at where the where they're going to be standing for the ceremony like a nice bohemian rug mm-hmm. or something like that and i'm like okay that's better yeah especially when you're feel less nervous when like the groomsman is handing it over to the the groom oh he's trying to find it in his pocket and he's all fumbling and he's probably had four beers and also groomsmen or best men it's not funny when you pretend you lost it it's, it's not, not it's not funny everybody knows you didn't lose it because that bride will fucking kill you if you did <laughs> You just got to be on. Oh my God. I had a, I had a wedding where um, it was just like a really small kind of elopement style one. This was years ago at the lake and they could not find the groom's ring anywhere. Like really? couldn't just couldn't find it. Like, it's not like I ever shot it or anything, but they could not find it. And, but Gavin was with me uh, cause it was out at the lake and I was only there for a few hours and it was uh pretty far drive. So he drove out with me mm-hmm. and uh, was just kind of hanging out to drive us around and stuff. And so he was like, uh or no the sorry the groom actually asked us if we were okay with using my husband's ring just for the ceremony (laughs) just so they could fake it so gavin's ring has been used in someone else's wedding ceremony that's very and then they they wore it for pictures and then they gave it back at the end but yeah um yeah i mean it happens people lose rings they're small and it's just it's usually a thing of like it's in a bag somewhere like yeah (laughs) it's in a bag somewhere and we've been planning this wedding and not you know it's the one thing we forgot kind of thing so yeah i've definitely had that happen where and it was at again at a destination all my weird stuff seems to happen at destination weddings and they were they were going through the ceremony and then they go to do the, the the ring exchange and they have no rings so oh, yeah. I think it was the the mother of the groom just like hikes up her skirt and just beelines it across the uh, the the resort and is just like booking it, running to get these rings, comes tearing back up the uh, <laughs> thing and was like, <sighs> like it was. <laughs> That'd be a great picture, actually. And it probably didn't even matter that like they don't need need them to make it legal, but it's just. One of those things. Thankfully, it was like just across the resort and not like a 30, 45 minute drive to to go get these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, let this be another learning lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be really careful with those expensive pieces of jewelry. Yep. And and wedding dresses again. And wedding dresses. Oh, it's God. I can't. Thankfully, everything in both of those stories and even your story, you know, it all it all worked out for the best. No one was permanently injured or hurt. And, you know, stains came out. Rings got brought back or saved. It all it all ended well. Every everyone's cool. We're good. (laughs) Awesome. So, again, thank you to those folks that sent. Um. The, the stories in thank you for sharing yet another personal one i'm i've been racking my brain i always think of like just like that last one of the person running across the, the resort it's like it's funny but it's like it wasn't the end of the world like it, it's kind of funny but it's like it is literally a two-minute story if even I, that. I bet your stories are funnier than you think i the, bet if you if you wrote them down one day and i read them i'd be like that's funny I might so, 
actually i i that just reminded I'm, me i i thought of another one i will try to write i'm not mel is definitely the better writer of the two of us here um i'm a storyteller at heart yes <laughs> and so i just thought of one i will try to write it out and Yay. i will give it to you and it's, i want to hear it yeah i'm excited um, but yeah, thank you for everybody for sending these in. They've been, we, we've really been enjoying getting them and doing this. Yeah, this is so much fun. Hey, if no one listens to this again, this is fun. But thanks guys. And because, and, and because me poop. and Mel are both nerds. We're both nerds. We, we like watching the, the who's listening and the analytics this is behind the scenes stuff, but it's like, Oh yeah. We, we love seeing it. We love seeing how many of you folks are listening, which is, it, it's been great. It's been really good. There's even someone from Ireland listening. Oh, the people that message me just like side message, just like, Oh my God, like <laughs> about certain things. And yeah, it's like, it's not just photographers that are listening. It's a lot of wedding, wedding industry people too, which is cool. Um, I also, yeah. I got called out called out by one of my friends on this podcast about how beautiful your room looks because we're doing this over zoom so me and mel can see each other how wonderful mel room mel's room looks with like the sugar and soil thing up there the plants like it looks very very nice sanctuary doing and then they're like yeah you just picked a white wall and thought fuck that's good enough i'm like you know what (laughs) shut up i'm like this is the way my office is configured there's more back there, but it's mostly records and. Not... Well, now at least we can see you. It's you true. I, I got some porno lights on now. It's I'm, oh. I'm, I'm looking good. Bound chicka wow. It's true. But yeah. Um, sorry for all the poo talk, you guys. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> Dwayne's not sorry. No. Um, but thank hey, you well, guys for, you know, getting past that first 15 minutes. Cause yeah, you know, and we'll, we'll see you next week. Hopefully. And remember, Send your your stories into filtersremoved at gmail.com or message one of us. Yeah, or text me or, you know, mail me a letter. 